Welcome to a guide culture podcast series called Loy Lessons. I'm here, Macy McNeely, with my dad, Loy Day. Hello, everyone. And Loy Lessons, if you've been around for a while, you know they are not new. In fact, this is where a lot of everything about guide culture kind of began. At the beginning of my business journey, I was learning so much from Loy, learning how to sell, learning how to be credible, how to be liked and trusted, and and really learning these unwavering truths, these principles that were overflowing into Instagram and were really giving me a lot of traction. And he was giving me so much valuable information that all I could do, all I knew to do was to share him with the world. And we kind of got in this habit of every Thursday, he would share something called a Loy lesson on Instagram stories. Do you remember that, Loy? I do. Now, what happened though, I was not trying to share a Loy lesson. Right. You forced me I to did. do a Loy lesson. I put the phone in his face and I said, share some yeah. good, valuable yeah. content. It would start out where Macy would be talking with her audience on an Instagram story and she would just put the phone in my face and say, say something, Loy. Then eventually she would say, give us a lesson, Loy. And then eventually every Thursday we would have an an official Loy lesson. And during that time, remember, we also did some live Instagram stories for probably close to a year. Every morning is like our morning show yeah. because we were trying to build the guide culture name and Mm -hmm. get things going. So the Loy lessons did develop from that. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to continue them further into a podcast series. So many of you loved the Loy lessons, and we are so excited to just bring that series back in podcast form. So here is how it works. Every Wednesday and Friday on the Guide Culture Podcast, there will be a two-part series, a two-part message from Loy. And then on Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, there's going to be a clubhouse room called the School of Sales. And this is where he's going to kind of have a part three uh, on Clubhouse, but even better, this is where discussion and coaching actually happens. His name is Coach Loy Day on his social media because that is his gift is to coach. And he's he spends most of his time coaching inside of guide culture and especially with our guide culture coaches. So for him to be able to come and coach on Clubhouse is just so awesome and just honestly, it's it's priceless. So put that on your calendar, 10 a.m. Eastern time for Clubhouse. And the best way to get to the Clubhouse room is just to go to Clubhouse and search School of Sales, but also on the guide culture Instagram, we actually link the room right before it goes live. So you can just swipe up on those Instagram stories and it'll take you right to the clubhouse room. Hope you enjoyed this series and we will see you in the School of Sales room. Today, I want to talk about how to sustain the long game. You know, there's a many, many years in this life and in this business world and in this trying to do the things that you're trying to do or want to do or trying to accomplish. And sometimes it changes. Sometimes your your goals kind of change a little bit or your direction uh, but in general, once you kind of find a direction and you feel good about it, at least I found I, in, in general, I've kind of stuck with it. I was meeting with someone the other day and everything had fallen apart. I mean, they're about my age. They started their business about the same time I did as far as this, this business, this final business that, that I've been in most, most of my life. And everything fell apart. It all fell apart. At one point in time, you know, this the insurance business, they... They lost a carrier. They had all this business with this one carrier and they lost the carrier. 
which is a major deal. Then you've got to move all this business to another carrier. And eventually, they actually lost all the business. Not just the carrier, but all the carriers and lost the business completely to another, you know, they, the clients moved on. And then a little bit later, they lost the family, the wife, the kids, the family, the whole nine yards, lost it all. Had to move away, got into all this trouble and had to, you know, try to start over. So my question, I started thinking, how did this happen? How did this happen? Everybody had the same promising opportunities. And I had to go back and I, I kind of picked three things that I think that are important to sustain in the long game because there's a lot of ups and downs, goods and bads, and maybe sometimes we try to go for too much too quickly or we don't try to go hard enough for something. But at the end of the day, there's three things that must remain throughout it all. And the three things are responsibility, personal responsibility, humility, and credibility. So in this case, the personal responsibility, what I noticed was when when, when I was asking, well, ha- what happened here? What happened here? What happened here? And every time that I would ask that question, it was always someone else's fault. Someone else did so-and-so. Someone else did so-and-so. Somebody did this. And so we go around just blaming someone else for everything that happens. And, and if you're spending your time and energy blaming something or someone else, then that takes your time and energy away from moving forward with whatever it is you need to do. I mean, sometimes we, we do, things do happen bad and you have to recover from it. But the best, the best way to start recovering is to own it, take your responsibility for whatever your part is. And more than likely, there's enough responsibility on you or on me that that's where the blame should fall. In any kind of a leader, you always take the blame. You always find a way to take the blame for everything. In sales, we find a way to take the blame. If there's a problem, there's something we should have done or could have done or would have done that could have caused that. So personal responsibility, I feel like, is one of the first steps that we always have to take and we always have to live within. If um, you know, if you want to go do something with yourself or whatever for your family, it's your responsibility, it's my responsibility to go figure out how to do it. Take on the responsibility to, to do what you can with what you have. Do the best you can with your situation and just kind of stick with it over time. But it always boils down to personal responsibility. And, it, and, and that means we always take the blame and we don't spend energy giving blame somewhere else. We find what we did what we can do to correct ourselves, how we can change to be better next time. But that falls under personal responsibility. Uh, The next thing is humility. In order to do anything, you you need humility. Like, for example, if you do have a setback, the first thing to do is go in there and be thankful for what you do have. Recognize and see what you do have. Give gratitude, give thanks for that and then move on from there. That's humility. That's just be happy with whatever it is you have. It could be some knowledge, it could be some learned experience. It could be that you got up and you have energy, you have health. Uh, it could be that you have the ability to read and do things. So the humility can, can start from anywhere. 
And then it's so important to understand that you have to invest in yourself, have to work on yourself. And so the question is, if you do decide, okay, I don't know it all. I need help. I need to learn things. Uh, I'm humble to the point that I know that I need to get help along the way. And so where do you invest? Do you invest in clothes? Do you invest in the house and the car? Do you invest in a trip? Do you invest in, you know, fun things? Or do you invest in more things that are internally focused towards you or maybe some external focus? But if you think about the things that we can invest in that are internally focused, and so it would be like, well, where do I get my input? What kind of training do I take? It's so important to be able to focus on the right things. So the question is input of what? Where we, what kind of input do we bring in? What do we read? What kind of courses do we take? What kind of training? I've, you know, I say you need to take something this next year in 2022. You need to take some kind of personal development program, training, or something without question. The question is, could it be guide culture? Is guide culture the program you need to take right now? Is guide culture on your wish list? But I would say if you're looking for something, that would be one good one to look for. But I would say, be sure and do something, find something to, to help yourself this next year. What kind of input are you going to take as far as training? And what are you going to be reading this next year? Where are you going to focus yourself on books and things like that? And then the, the next thing is time. What, what are you going to spend your time on? Uh, you're going to spend time on family. This first person I talked about, remember, he not only lost his carrier he lost his business he also lost his family he lost his wife and his kids he lost everything and so time on what time on your kids you only have a few years of those kids and pretty much you know you're more of a distant influence you don't have that direct influence time very often and so how much time do you put there where, where do you put enough focus there to make that worthwhile and then the next question would be as far as this uh, internal and external focus what is your status symbol? I think Dave Ramsey says it best. You know, the status symbol is not a Mercedes Benz in the driveway, but it's a paid up mortgage is my status symbol of choice. I think that's one of the best things I've ever heard. I love that, getting your debt, keeping things in order so you can live freely and comfortably along the way. So, but everybody's got their own thing there. But the question is, what is your status symbol? So the input of what, your time on what, and what is the status symbol that you take pride in? And I would say one of the biggest status symbols is the fact that you that you walk by the light of the Lord, that you look for those lights, you look for that direction, for that walk would be the biggest and most proud status symbol any of us can take. Uh, and the third thing is the credibility. I talked about the loss of the carrier in the beginning of this story. And we had a meeting the other day with one of our brokers. I took Charlie and Austin, my son-in-laws, who were, you know, in the insurance business, taking over the insurance business. They've been with me five or six, seven, seven or eight years now. I've been training them, and they're, they're ready to go. You know, they're really sharp and on the ball. But this broker was talking about some of the old people that we knew from the back, because we've, we've known each other for quite a few years, you know, 15 years or more. And he uh, talked about, uh, some of the people that I know and he knows that he will never do business with. They've lost their credibility with him. They've, he's lied, lied to them. They're doing things the wrong way. And their credibility is out the window. 
And I know that um, we've had carriers, I've heard of carriers that have gone in and pulled the contracts from agencies just because of the practice, the way they did business, their practices they had within the office, not doing all the things you were supposed to do. And I, I've always told the boys and I told this broker and he knows it because he knows us. So we always do things by the book. We do not want any question about our credibility, about us not doing things the right way. And we had a strong credibility with this guy. And I keep, I've been preaching to the boys for all these years, the credibility in this business is really important because once word gets out, they can't trust you. Underwriters can't trust you or clients can't trust you to be truthful and honest with them. Your credibility starts going out the door. And in sales, we talk about that all the time. Maintaining credibility is one of the most important things you can do. So in order to stay in business for the long game, you need to take on personal responsibility for everything. You need to live within humility and you need to be credible, maintain strong credibility always. So you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you later.